Welcome to the I Heart My Fit Biz podcast, where we will be covering everything you need for inspiration, motivation, and practical advice in how to create a thriving fitness business. Welcome to this week's episode of I Heart My Fit Biz, and this week I wanted to have a talk about people-pleasing and um, not putting our values and our priorities first and putting everybody else's needs and, and our clients' needs before our own. And I see this so much in the fitness industry. Nearly every group fitness instructor I talk to um, feels this way, um, feels this, that that's a lot of the time they are um, keeping classes running, keeping elements of their business running because they don't want to disappoint people even though they are physically burnt out and exhausted or the class isn't really working it's not financially benefiting their business in any way yet they keep the class running they keep the that element of their business running because they don't want to upset those regulars or um, the clients who do really love that aspect of their fitness business And there's an element of guilt. And again, I speak one-to-one with a lot of fitness instructors, again, especially group fitness instructors who feel this way. And again, there's even a lot of group fitness instructors that I speak to that are making really good money from particular classes that they're teaching. But there's an element of they have to physically be there for that class to earn that money. And also they are feeling exhausted, knackered. They're not really enjoying that class that they are teaching and they are purely just doing it because they can make that that amount of money on that night with those classes. So it's not just about um, letting go of things because it's not making you money. It's actually really thinking about the alignment of you and your business and what's best for your health because you're going to start to resent things if and you're going to start to resent people if you continue with things that just don't feel right to you so a lot of the time in the again especially in the fitness industry we feel like we have this obligation to keep things running we feel like we have this obligation because we are helping people with their health and their fitness that maybe there's this element of guilt that you shouldn't be charging um, more or you shouldn't be charging what you're worth because you are helping people with their health and fitness and there's a huge element as well that you shouldn't be um, making a lot of money because you enjoy what you're doing and you would be doing it anyway regardless of the amount of money that you are making so we have a lot of kind of money issues around our services and our classes and how we help people in the fitness industry and there's again also this element of feeling guilty and letting people down um, because they are relying on us to teach that class or do that personal training session. So I wanted to really really focus on that today and really go in depth um, with some of my experiences and how I wish maybe I'd done that things a little bit differently and how actually in the long run people pleasing didn't help my business in any way shape or form so my fitness business started with community classes with teaching people in village halls and and building up a a huge amount of classes from that 
And again, it's, it's something that a lot of fitness instructors do. And actually, it requires us to, again, be there, to physically be teaching in order to make an income. And this is only really sustainable for a limited period of time. Even if somebody's been doing it, like speak to uh, group fitness instructors who have been doing it for 20, 30 years. But they're coming to that point now where actually they want to make take it a little bit easier. They don't want to be teaching so much. They don't want to be out every evenings. And that happened really early on for me. Around kind of five, six years in, I was really exhausted teaching too much not really wanting to be out in the evenings, um, teaching in cold village halls. But for most, again, it is a good, you know, 10, 20 years sometimes that they are teaching lots and lots and lots and lots of classes because, again, they love it, but they are exhausted and they're getting to that point where they can't physically continue to do the amount that they are doing. Um... And they can't physically continue to give up their time to make that money in the classes that they are are teaching. And so this happened really early on for me. I was really burnt out. All my business was based on teaching classes. um, And I wasn't making any income if I wasn't physically teaching. So also made things like holidays taking time off really hard and really challenging and made me resent a lot of the classes that I was I was teaching it made me resent um, some of the people that were coming to the classes as much as I loved all the people coming to the classes some nights it was just like oh, I really wish I'd, I'd stop this class or I really wish um, I'd booked this um, bank holiday off um, But I felt like I couldn't because it was my income, it was my business's income, and it was the only way that I could make money. So a lot of us get into that rut and find it really hard to come out of that. And it might be for you that it's personal training sessions. It might be that you have an element of your business that, again, you're just not, you're making money from it, but you're just not enjoying it. And again, there's an element of you have to physically be there um, training somebody or um, guiding somebody through something. You have to actually physically be there to make an income. Um, and again, I think we're in this place and time now where as the, the, the fitness industry can move forward and with the lockdown and with everybody kind of teaching online, again, I saw a lot of fitness instructors go online just teaching via Zoom. So again, there was still this element of teaching and physically teaching a class in order to make an income. And so we need to get out of that mindset of, I physically need to teach this class in order to make an income. Yes, you can keep an element of teaching, but it's physically not viable to continue to run a business for a long period of time when it's just you teaching classes and yeah you can get other people to teach classes for you maybe you've got a studio and there's other people teaching your classes 
but again there's always an element of you need to have something running in order to be making a business you somebody actually has to physically whether it's you or whether it's instructors you employ they have to physically be working you have to be hiring out a venue to actually make an income and so i think we feel really really guilty a lot of the time for when we do want to give up classes And I found this, and I think a lot of instructors find this because a lot of instructors are really good at what they do. And a lot of people go to specific classes for specific fitness instructors because they like that fitness instructor. So again, if you are hiring other instructors, employing other instructors to run certain classes for you, sometimes it doesn't work because people actually want you to teach the class. So I think there's an element because we are good at what we do because maybe our classes are full and they are running and they are successful, that there's this element of guilt if we want to give up. And I really struggled with this because, yeah, I was making good money. Um, I had busy classes, but physically, mentally, I was exhausted. And it really came down to the point where, you know, I had to really think about myself before others and as again as a business we were always kind of trained all the customers always right you know putting other people first and again as fitness instructors because we got into the industry to help people we have that element within us that again we're always focusing on putting others before our own um before our own needs and so I struggled with this a lot and this is one of the reasons why I feel like I manifested my ulcerative colitis because that time in my life, I was teaching classes I didn't want to teach. I was teaching them just because they were the next big thing in the industry. I was teaching lots of evenings. I was teaching lots of classes and just physically and mentally burnt out. But I felt like I couldn't give anything up. I felt guilty for giving anything up. I felt like I had to have a reason or a justification in order to give something up. And that's when I became ill. That's when I um, had uh, my ulcerative colitis diagnosis. I was undiagnosed for three months. And I don't like to talk about it because I don't, because I feel like I needed it, which is why I manifested it in order to be able to give something up. I felt like I needed a justification and excuse in order to give classes up to change my business and to move forward. And I don't want other people to go through that. And so I don't like talking and using my ulcerative colitis now as as an excuse because I feel like I need to be coming from a place and moving my business forward from a place where all of the decisions I was were, were making were from either a business point of view, classes weren't making money, so I'm, I'm not going to continue with them, or from a value and a health point of view, from the place of this isn't serving me and my health, and even though this class is popular and everybody wants me to continue to do this class, I'm not going to because because I value myself. And that was really hard, and you may be agreeing with this you may not be agreeing with this you may have no problems in giving anything up Um, but I think as fitness instructors we often feel guilty and we often feel this obligation to keep things going when it's popular to keep things going just because everybody wants it 
to keep going because we're making a certain amount of money from it even though it doesn't make us happy or even though it's detrimental to our health and our fitness so I want you to have a think about that of where you're doing that in your life and in your business and really think about how can I come at this from a place of what's best for me what's best for me financially what's best for me health wise what's best for me in the long run because what I found is when I started to give up things that weren't in alignment with my values with my health um, that were costing me either financially or health wise um, and again it's really hard to give things up in a, in a business when it's when they are doing well financially because we always think well, why am I stopping this when it's making my business a lot of money but again when it's detrimental to your health and to your physical and mental well-being then that is a valid reason and reason enough to give something up in your business and what I have found is that as soon as I start to give things up that aren't in alignment with my values my health or aren't financially beneficial for my business as soon as I let them go I immediately Um, create a vacuum for something better to come and that's where my journey online in the fitness industry started because I I was physically forced to make those changes because I didn't do it from a place of um, I need to give this up for my health I was literally couldn't physically teach so something had to change and that's when I really felt like I was making decisions from a different place in my business. But since then, again, I've struggled with this guilt of I should be doing this or I should keep that running or I've set this up and people like it so I have to keep going with it. And it's been really difficult to take a step back and I think we're so personally invested as well in a lot of the time when we have a business or when we have especially again a fitness business we're so personally invested that we sometimes don't see it as a business and so taking a step back and viewing things as a business and viewing things on a personal level as well in terms of your health and your your mental health and your physical health um, and making those decisions from those places that guilt naturally falls away. And so I want you to start to think about your fitness business. And you may absolutely love your fitness business, but again, it's it's really it's really causing you health problems or you're running classes just covering hall hires or again something you love is not being it's not financially worthwhile because you are in business to to make an income, um, but yet you have this guilt of giving those things up. So take a look at your fitness business and really look at those places that are, you're making those decisions from a place of guilt, from a place of keeping people happy, from a place of um, maybe again, you are financially secure, in that area of your business but it's not in alignment with what you really want to do or it's not in alignment with what you enjoy anymore think of all of those places and again 
I love a list. So maybe make a list of all of the ways or all of the areas that you're feeling guilty for keeping something going in your fitness business. Think of all of those areas where you feel energetically, mentally, physically drained and exhausted after doing those services, teaching those classes. Think of everything, every task in your fitness business and where it just really isn't in alignment with what you, what you value and what you came into the industry for. Because we came into the industry because we loved it or because we want to really help people. And a lot of the time we end up doing the opposite. We end up saying to people, giving all this advice about their health, about their mental health, about their physical health. And we actually do the opposite. We actually put ourselves last and we put our own fitness last. And we, again, we sacrifice our own health and fitness for a fitness business where we are giving advice to others about putting their health first and putting their health and fitness first. And sometimes it's really, um, we have that conflict within ourselves from doing that, which again can cause mentally, can cause that conflict in the body, which can manifest lots of different things. And again, a lot of the time I find that when I am out of alignment, the things that I'm doing are just naturally draining. Whether I have the energy to teach that class or not, if it's something I'm not enjoying and it's not in alignment with what I want, that class will be energetically draining as it is. So even if it's just a Pilates class, if it's not in alignment or if it's not something that you want to do or if it's, again, maybe not making your business um, money financially, it's not in alignment, you will feel drained anyway from doing it. So it doesn't just have to be on teaching so many classes, um, I'm physically exhausted. It might just be that you're mentally exhausted from being in that place of not being in alignment with your fitness business and your values and your, um, and your health and everything else that you, that you believe in. So I really want you to think about that because it has been a huge game changer in my life to change my business and to make it more, again, selfishly to make it more about myself. Because if you aren't enjoying something, if you are physically exhausted from doing something, it's going to be really hard to maintain. You're not going to be, and you got into your, to your fitness business most probably to help people, but again, most probably to make more money, to create more freedom in your life. And you may be at that place where it's just doing the opposite. And you are working all hours under the sun. You are being physically and physically and mentally exhausted and drained from all the classes you are teaching, for all the services that you are providing. And that's not why you got into uh, business. So really take a good look. Take like in inventory every month, every quarter, every week, every day if you want to. And really write down how you feel after each service after each class you've taught after after a week of what you're doing in your fitness business and really make those notes of what needs to change and there's going to be that fear of letting go and that fear of cancelling classes and that fear of making changes but in order to grow 
And in order to create room for something that is in alignment with your values and with your fitness business, then you need to start giving those things up that are causing you um, to kind of be drained and exhausted and not enjoying your fitness business. Because then, because again, I got to that place where, you know, I got into fitness, I created a fitness business because I loved it, because I wanted more freedom, because I wanted to help more people and get paid well for it. And it ended up being it ended up being the complete opposite and I ended up hated it. I ended up hating it. And so you might be in that place where you you couldn't imagine yourself doing anything else, but you're feeling really hateful and really resentful and really exhausted about what you're doing. And if you're in that place, then something needs to change. And you need to get to that place where you do heart your Fitbits. You do love what you're doing not only for your clients, but for you as well. So today's action, really take a long, hard look at those areas that you love and you want to keep in your fitness business and those areas where you need to make some changes. And again, you have all the resources in the I Heart My FitBiz Members Club. I also have a mentorship where I can help guide you to a business model where you can start creating income without physically teaching, without physically giving up your time. So you can teach those classes that you absolutely love and you can still continue to do those face-to-face services that you absolutely love without it being the be-all and end-all to your fitness business. So I will post the links in the show notes and you can have a look, see how I can help you. If not, I think deep down we all know what we have to do sometimes when it comes to not enjoying, not um, not being in alignment with our fitness businesses. So where are you feeling guilt? Where, you feel, where are you people pleasing? Where are you feeling mentally and physically exhausted? And let's start making those changes and moving towards a fitness business that you love, that's in alignment with your values and that serves people on a bigger level. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you found anything interesting, inspiring, motivating, useful in this podcast, please reach out to me and let me know. I love to hear your stories and how this has helped you. It's been my aim and my passion to help fitness business owners um, build thriving fitness businesses, but also build a fitness business without burnout and exhaustion, because that's where I found myself a few years ago. So if you need help with your Fitbiz, whether it's building online and creating an online service with a website and app and new clients coming into your fitness business on a constant, consistent basis, or maybe you would love help filling your classes and bringing in new clients to your classes every week and every month. Maybe it's social media that you're struggling with in terms of promoting your fitness business. Whatever it is, I think I can help. I have the I Heart My FitBiz Members Club, which is full of tutorials and masterclasses that's going to help you with a great fitness business mindset and practical tools that you can implement in every area of your fitness business. Or maybe you're teaching 20 plus classes per week and you're burnt out and you're exhausted like I was a few years ago. 
and you need help taking your fitness business online so you can bring in an online income stream without teaching a single class. And that means you can start teaching only the classes that you absolutely love to teach because you love to teach them. And I can help you do that with the mentorships. We have group mentorships, one-to-one mentorships, and premium mentorships where I do the techie stuff for you. So I will add all the links below if you are looking for more help in creating a thriving fitness business. If not, subscribe to this podcast or follow me on social media so you can get tips and advice on creating a thriving fitbiz.